0: Well, good morning everybody. It's such a joy to be with you today. It's so great.
1: Thank you for inviting us. We're honored to be here.
0: We've really enjoyed watching the Every Nation yeah, the Somerset absolutely. West service every week. And every week we've been there, hey? And we've been encouraged. And it's incredibly uh, special, this last series with Pierre reminding us of this scripture, that you shall love the Lord your God with all your oh, heart, God. all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. it's And it's been heartwarming to see the result of that, just in the news that you've been giving about the way that you've been reaching the community and loving God and loving neighbors.
1: Absolutely.
0: So I was really blessed by the Kinsukhi slide, which we started with that whole amazing story that Pierre gave about the illustration of the Japanese art of putting broken pottery pieces back together with gold and that lovely idea of embracing flaws and imperfections and you create something that's even stronger more beautiful and also more valuable.
1: So you perhaps haven't seen us before so we just give you a brief overview of who the millers are. (laughs) We're the old ones. Um, So John and I have been married for going on for 48 years we have two sons jonathan and peter john married to taz pete married to katie they've been married 17 years each so we've got a good grounding in the marriage story and they both have three children we have six grandchildren two 12 year olds two 10 year olds and two eight year olds so we're a bit like noah's ark yes they come in two by two by two and how are you doing in lockdown we've just Just. passed the hundredth day of lockdown can you believe it You? It's been a crazy season. It has. It's been a crazy season. And how has life changed and affected everybody in this lockdown period? For some of us, it's challenged our faith, our finances, our relationships, even our forward focus. Are you feeling a little bit broken? So, I want to give this illustration today. Some of us are like this bowl. And over the last hundred days, this is what's been happening. Here you are, darling. So we have been worrying perhaps about um, the Corona Coaster. No, wait, wait, wait. The Corona Coaster, have you been on a Corona Coaster? I've been on a Corona Coaster. You know, one day you're up and you think, oh, life's good. Been at the beach, it's been fantastic. Walked to the Claremont uh, coastal path, it's been fantastic. And the next day you think I can't do this any longer. Anybody else relate to that? But some days are better than others. And so we've been dealing with our faith, hammered. Our finance, hammered. Our future, what's gonna happen? Maybe illness. Oh my goodness, is it the dreaded? And people are feeling broken. Ah! Okay, that's how broken we feel. So when we we dig into this, oh my goodness, is anybody feeling a bit like this? Maybe this is where you've been worrying about your family. Maybe this is where you've been worrying about the future. And you know what? In this Kintsuki, what we're looking for is God to pour out and mend us, because we can't mend ourselves. Henry Nguyen, the Catholic priest, said it is in solitude that we discover that being Mm -hmm. is more important than having, and that we're worth more than the results of our efforts. In solitude, that's where we've all been. In solitude, we discover Mm -hmm. that our life is not a possession to be defended, but a gift to be shared.
0: And it is a gift. It was interesting that when, in the middle of this COVID thing, I had this picture of a daffodil popping up through the soil and actually popping out of snow. And um, it came up on its own and it popped up above and it was like... I've just arrived above the surface and he was looking around almost to see what else is there. It was just this clean snow surface, like a new beginning, a new place. And here was this daffodil looking around and maybe there was a little clump of daffodils over there and over there, but it was peeping up and I believe we need to see that we are in that position. We are
1: coming, above coming the ground.
0: up and above the ground now. This is like a new start and a new beginning with new relationships around us and for instance we we have three direct members <laughs> right next door to us and we, we have a friend who just celebrated her 30th birthday this week and we have another one who is divorced Uh, with a small daughter and she's really been doing well with that whole situation. But the third is a widowed lady doctor who is working right in the midst of the COVID patients. But all three of them are single. All three of them are individuals who have been having different experiences over the past few months. Each experience is unique, but every one of them is valid. And God loves each individual, and I want to just say to you this morning, He truly, truly loves you.
1: So, what has your experience of um, lockdown been? Maybe you're feeling a bit like this, a bit jagged and abrasive on the sides. Maybe you're feeling the loneliness. We yeah. all are missing people. Oh, I yes. haven't met anybody that says they're missing a big car or mm. a big mm, whatever fill-in-the-blank but everybody says they're missing the company. Because you know, God actually, in the beginning God, Mm. in the beginning was the Word, and in the beginning the Spirit hovered over the deep. From the very beginning of eternity past, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit were in community, and He created man, and He said it's not good for man to, to dwell alone. We need one another, and I think it's that innermost cry of our heart of needing somebody else. And so as we go forward into this, know that he wants to come and fellowship with you.
0: Mm. So when we look at this whole thing, I believe God is reconciling us back together. Mm. He's doing an amazing job of reconciliation. And I believe that it's an opportunity for all of us to be reconciled. It could be that you're being reconciled as a single person, whatever your situation may be. Or in your marriage, you may well have found that actually this has been good for your marriage, but others have found it quite difficult. But this is a moment where we need reconciliation. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So we are called to reconcile people to God, just as we have been reconciled to him in the first place. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And that is the gold. That is the gold that takes the two pieces and you pour it together and we make it into a pot that is united together as one. Mm. A pot that is united with more value. It has gold in it now And and then it's stronger and it's a much better looking pot than it was in the first place. So God called us all into family. And I think this is an important thing. There is no orphans out there in the body of Christ. In Romans 8 verse 15, it says, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. A child of a servant in Rome, this is so interesting, this is where this whole thing comes from, could uh, be adopted by his uh, Roman master under very strict, uncharacteristically uncharacteristically caring environment, uh, allowing that the orphan... Uh, gets privileges actually even beyond a naturally born Roman child. Wow. And it makes you think that when we're adopted into Christ, it is far beyond your natural birth.
1: So it's like, it's like Michelle's golden buzzer last week. Absolutely. You get the prize, Yeah.
0: And we can see the gold that's coming down out of it. So we are all broken, we all have these broken pieces which are hanging around in our lives and in our relationship. But God is waiting with his gold to restore us and to make us better and stronger and more valuable than ever before.
1: Yeah, so we thought today we we're going to look at three separate areas of brokenness. There's the personal brokenness. And I, I was speaking to Pierre earlier this morning and I, I feel like, the whole world is actually fragile at the Mm. moment. We are feeling that that hammer's been coming down and there's the uncertainty. So there's the personal brokenness. Mm. Then there's the family brokenness. And we're seeing that maybe somebody's lost their job. Mm. Maybe somebody's uncertain about the future. There's the family brokenness. But finally, there's the cultural and community brokenness. And whether or not we're seeing riots in the States or we're seeing gender-based violence in our own country or we're seeing stabbings in europe it's all part of this fragility this Mm -hmm. uncertainty and this hopelessness that many are feeling Mm -hmm. but i want to say that today our hope is in christ so let's begin with the, the scripture from psalm 18 20 to 24 in the message and this is I read this and I thought, no, this is exactly what God is doing. He says, God made my life complete when I Mm -hmm. placed all the pieces. You see all of those pieces, all the pieces before him. When I got my act together, he gave me a fresh start. Mm -hmm. Now I'm alert to God's ways. I don't take God for granted every day. I review the ways he works. I try not to miss a trick. I feel put back together like this. And I'm watching my step. God rewrote the text of my life when I opened the book of my heart to him. So we we were thinking about this, and I said to John, this reminds me of a time when, in 2007, We were leading the Every Nation Church in Melbourne, Australia, and I received a a call Mm. to say that my father had been diagnosed with terminal cancer. And they didn't know how long he had, he had lung cancer, but he only had weeks to live. So the following day, I flew back to the UK where my mother was. I left my husband in Australia, our kids were in South Africa. Went to England, so there was no family around me, Um, not direct family. Went to be with my dad and for the next few weeks we we nursed him at home and it was heart-rending. We were in the house looking after him, trying to uh, look after the pain. It was uncertain, it was emotional, it was difficult days and we didn't know how long it would all go on for. So it was pretty similar to to lockdown in many ways. And one lunchtime I was walking with my brother, Mm -hmm. Ian, who I love dearly, he's the super guy, but he was teasing me about the days when I was his little sis in England, and he's pressing my button, and he's pressing my button, and he's pressing my button. And I'm like, dude, stop it. I cannot take it right now. I am too, I'm too fragile. And he said, oh sis, you've got big, you've got big shoulders, you can take it. And I said, you know what, Ian, right now, everything is too, too difficult. Please don't. I said, anyway. The person you keep pressing my button about, that person died on the 6th of May, 1984, when I accepted Jesus Christ into my life and I became a Christian. I'm different now. I have changed. And he stopped and he paused and he said, you know what, you're right. Until that day, I don't think, we are great, great friends. He's never never pressed my button again. But I want to say that when we're feeling fragile, don't be afraid to stand up. Yeah. to what God has done in your life you know when the media is being poured in when people are telling you how bad it is you say no but i have mm-hmm. a god who's more than enough i know in whom i've trusted the one who's putting my life back together again
0: yeah so if we if we read that scripture again i think it really reinforces the fact that we are more than conquerors in Christ jesus okay, yeah. because it talks about god made my life Complete. This is an individual thing. When he placed all the pieces before him, he is the one who molded us back into a bowl. Absolutely. And he is the one who puts us back together again. And we have but the thing is what we have to do is we have to give him the bits. Yep. We have to hand him the bits so that he can actually restore us. And yes, there is our part where we get our act together by actually doing that. Our part is just to say, Lord, I can't do anything.
1: Yeah, you, you place do the it. pieces before him. You
0: do the work. And it also says that I need to be alert. I need to be on the ball. I need to be yep. able to see what's going on. And I think that we need to be alert in this new environment in which we live. Because it's different to anything that we've had before. It's different. So right. It's not about our IQ, how intelligent we are. It's not even about our EQ, about our, just our relational sort of side. But it's about our AQ. It's a new word. It's the ad, 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 adaptability quotient. And that means that, how adaptable are you? And we all need to be, become really adaptable in this season. So that we need to know that we can have this fresh start. We can make our lives complete and we can put ourselves back together again.
1: Well, He puts us back together. He puts us
0: back together again, but we need to give ourselves to Him. Every day. I just want to just take a moment that every day as we place things before Him,
1: He helps us to feel put back together again.
0: So I want you, just for a moment, to think about what are these pieces in your life? What pieces do you have that you need to be glued back together to make a bowl? And guys, don't take, you know, don't hide one under the table. Take it out and put it before God because He will do something in your life right now. So let's just pray together. Father, I thank you that you are wanting. To make us new, mm-hmm. new again, brand new. It, it, we are new every morning. You are new every morning. We and we want to be new every morning with you. So please, Lord, take us, take us, take this new life, life, this new start that you've given us. And Lord, let us not take it for granted. Let us not think that you've done this. Just willy-nilly but you have taken our lives and you've restored us and revitalize us and energize us with your adaptability within us so that we become creative. Mm. You are a creative God and Lord we desire to be creative like you. Mm. The Spirit of God resides within us so Lord let your creativity come forth in Jesus name we pray
1: amen Amen. so as we do that we become vessels of honor fit for the master's use so how many of you have found a little bit of difficulty with the family sometimes we we have the single neighbors on one side and we have another family on another side we live on a corner plot and we have another family on the other side They have a husband and wife working from home. They have uh, two daughters. They have um, the sister and the baby, Mm -hmm. and they also have mum and dad, and dad's got Alzheimer's. So it's a pretty um, interesting conundrum, but I've got to tell you, they're managing this brilliantly. And so let's have a look at the scriptures together, because everybody, whether your family is your sister or it's your neighbor or however it's working, There's a lot of family brokenness. Let's have a look at uh, Romans 12, verses 1-2 in the message. It says, so here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God. Place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Recognize readily what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, that would be the media doing that, I think, God brings the best out of you and develops well-formed maturity in you. What is your your experience being family-wise during this time? Yeah. Um, I think for us the hardest thing is not seeing children and grandchildren. Oh,
0: absolutely!
1: And this slide that's going up yeah. now it shows a picture, a heartrending picture of the children in Italy who never got a chance yeah. to say goodbye to their grandparents before yeah. they died. There's a rawness in this space, um, but it's an exceptional opportunity to develop what is really important in our lives. Mm. There's difficulties in other areas. A friend of mine, uh, Ziando Mbiyazi, sent me this slide. Um, and it's a picture of motherhood in lockdown. Yeah. Uh, all the different balls that she's juggling. You know, she works for an American company and the, the emails come in overnight, sits down to work, but the three daughters, the dog's going, the husband, mm. uh, all of those things. Some of you can really, really relate to this. Maybe there's been a lock, loss of income. And I really felt for everybody, for mm. all of us, that God was saying in this time whoever you're working with, whoever you're living with, give space and grace. Good, right, nice. Give space and grace. Yeah. Pause before you speak and allow mm. God's grace to cover the situation. Mm. And so this is a short idea, but if we go back to the scripture in Romans 12, one, it says, take your everyday ordinary life. You're sleeping eating, going to work and walking around life, and place it before God. Pierre began with that scripture, loving the Lord your God with all your heart and your soul and your mind, and loving your neighbor. What can you do in your sleeping, your eating, your going to work and your walking around life? I have been so blessed during this time. Our neighbors have been there and they've been helping us. Yeah. They've, they've brought logs for the fire. They've brought flowers for the table. The children have produced uh, Easter, they produced <laughs> Easter eggs. I've been blessed by our neighbors. How can mm. I be a blessing to other people? Lucy spoke last week about changing the atmosphere and we can do that. We can, don't want to be a thermometer, we want to be a thermostat. Yeah. Walk into somewhere and lift the atmosphere atmosphere by speaking hope by speaking love Hmm. putting on the garment of praise giving the grace and the compassion that is needed yeah and then it says instead fix your attention on god and you'll be changed Hmm. from the inside out readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it yeah before i um before we came here this morning i was um I was in the shopping shopping mall, and there was a lady singing. And I thought, God say, just go and and pray with that lady. <laughs> um, so I said, What do you need prayer for? <laughs> she looked at me, threw her mask, my mask, her mask, and we prayed. Because I want to, I want to be the one that quickly responds mm-hmm. to what God wants, whether it's in the big things or whether it's the small things. Yeah. But let's do it. It's
0: interesting that. The the world says the family is really in crisis right now. Yes. And it is in crisis. Uh, oh, in, yeah. And perhaps, you know, you feel that you are in crisis. But it's interesting that when you look at this bowl and the kinsui and this Chinese word, kinsui, two kintsuki. words. <laughs> kintsuki. Kinsuki. <laughs> um, there's another Chinese word which I won't even go to. But it ha- also has two syllables. And one means ruin. Yeah. And One needs opportunity, and that is the word for crisis. So, crisis has these two meanings. So, you can either choose do you want to be a ruin in this situation, or do you want to allow God to take this difficult time and make it an opportunity? So, we need to dig for gold.
1: So, let's Let's pray about this. I want to give you one more example. Yesterday I was talking to a a young lady who, her husband um, was an Uber driver prior to lockdown. And Mm. there there been no need for Uber drivers. But he's always wanted to run a sound studio. And uh, so during this time, he has learned a lot. He's done a lot. And they are actually recording um, gospel music now. It was a major opportunity. Rather than ruin, they chose opportunity. So let's take our families and let's bring them before God and allow Him to pour in the gold of grace, of mercy, of compassion into our families that we would be whole in Him. Yeah. Lord, we come before you today with our families, our extended families, and those who are our neighbours. And we say, Lord, give us ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. Give us grace to respond with your love and your compassion. Let us see others through your eyes. It's not just the adults that have um, taken a strain in this time. The children and the grandparents, every generation is dealing with its own problems. And so, Lord, we bring those problems before you and we ask you for your health and your healing in this situation for each person, in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. So briefly, and to finish, the culture and community needs help. Lockdown has caused many of us to examine what sort of human being we want to be. It all starts with the individual, and am I part of the problem, or am I part of the solution? Am I seeing this moment as ruin, Or am I seeing it as an opportunity for the society in which I live? Can I allow the gold of His Spirit, the love, the grace, the forgiveness, the mercy and generosity to be a small part of the remedy to pour into the community, to put it straight and to put it right? During 2020, we've gone from personal discomfort and family discomfort to witness that actually we have global discomfort, which is causing deep disruption across every country of the world. So let us embrace the entire community from every culture so that we can pour in God's gold with love, grace, generosity, kindness, and genuineness, and also accuracy. Yeah. so that the glue sticks it to the other world. Romans 12.2 tells us about this. It says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize yeah. what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you and he develops well-formed maturity in you. Are you like this picture of the crocuses? Who are your friends? What do they variety? look like? Are they a mixed array of rich rich, different col- colors and cultures and textures? Or do they all look exactly the same? Hmm. We need to. Well, they listen. took
1: us on. We're the oldies. Well, the we are know. the
0: oldies, indeed. You know, That's so right. we we know that we are different to many of the people you've seen up here before, but we need to listen and learn and understand each other, mm-hmm. and have courage to adjust the feelings that we have and our attitudes, so that we can understand the people we live in in. In, um, this country with. So we need to listen and we need to watch yes. and we need to make sure that we are not just consuming one diet of yeah. people yeah. but to really try to get to know other people. We were recently doing a leadership course just before the COVID-19 outbreak and this course in um, in <laughs> was with every aspect of the community there. And people had come, and we had people who were farmers, we had people from the township, we had people who were working in shops, and all these people had come because they had been placed as leaders within the community but hadn't got leadership skills. So we helped them with Christian based leadership development. And right at the end of the course, COVID 19 started. Yeah. And we were not able to have the graduation party we were going to have. So instead, we got in the car park and we said, well, we don't have the graduation, but we have a wonderful practical. (laughs) And these guys are working out that practical. They are taking hold of the leadership skills, that they have learned and got. And they are involved in all the distribution of food throughout the community. They're part of the CPU. They're part of the neighborhood watch and more. And this wasn't the objective Mm -hmm. when we first started. But God's timing was perfect. Mm -hmm. So what are the steps we need to do? First of all, readily recognize what He wants from you. Just be intentional about learning from others who don't look like you because you're going to learn lots. Quickly and naturally respond to them and work with others closely. Build unity and trust and friendship. Be his hands. Be his legs, his feet, his voice. Be his hug. (laughs) Even a long-distance hug and be his joy in every situation. So let's just pray. Lord, help me to see with your eyes of love and compassion. Help me to rethink how I think. Help me to rethink how we as a community live. And help me to be intentional in building bridges And Lord, help me to understand the situation that surrounds me. I pray that as a community of believers, we will come to a place that it says in Ephesians 4.13, we'll all be moving rhythmically and easily with each other, efficient and graceful in response to God's Son, fully mature adults, fully developed within and without, fully alive, like Christ. You are a Christian, if you're watching. If you are a Christian, then a Christian means a little Christ-like one. Let's be like Christ. And if you're not a Christian yet, bring your pieces before Him today. Present them to Him. He will change your life from the inside out You will never be the same and you too can be a bowl that is valuable and precious in his sight and in the sight of the world. You too can be a nation changer.